my glasses. Where I can't see without my glasses. Oh, jinkies. Where am I? This is Danger Dives to Cosplay Podcast. I'm here with Mystery Inc. Smart Girl Velma, a.k.a. Taylor Young. Taylor has cosplayed for a long, long time. Ours Harley Quinn, and especially as Velma from Scooby-Doo TV show. Hello, Taylor. Hi there. How are you? Tired. I'm usually still in my bed at this point in the day, so <laughs> this is very unusual to see sunlight. <laughs> We're talking about uh, cosplay today, as always, on Cosplay Podcast. Uh, how long have you cosplayed for? When did you start? I would like to say 2014, but technically I started cosplaying in 2013 when I went to Glasgow Comic Con and I did a very, very casual Katniss Everdeen. I just got a pair of leggings, beige sort of top from Primark, did my hair in the plane, got the Mockingjay pin. I was like, yeah, like amazing. No one knew who I was. Did you have an arrow with you? No, because it was very sort of last minute and also like no money at the time. Like my work hadn't given me a shift for like a month, so it was great. But like no one really picked up that I was in cosplay. Like looking back at the photos, I'm like, I'd say it's Hunger Game bounding. I think it would be deemed as more than cosplaying, depending on where you fall in the term cosplay. Well, at least you tried. But <laughs> now you've dressed up as Harley Quinn many, many ways and also mm. as Velma, alternatively, like a, like a zombie or a hero or a villain. How long have you been cosplaying as Harley Quinn and Velma for? My first Harley Quinn I did in October 2014 for the Geekaboo Halloween event. Again, that was pre-work. It's a pair of, I think it was black jeggings I had, and I hand-stitched painstakingly little red diamonds onto the jeggings. I took a black tank top and bought a red long sleeve top, cut the sleeves off the top and sewed it to the tank top. But I was so worried about it, the stitches coming undone that I tight-stitched it by hand and it took me three hours to do one sleeve. Oh. And then the next sleeve, I was like, I give up and I just quickly did it. <laughs> and then I tried to do a sort of corset looking design on the front and just sort of panel down the middle of the black tank top, put a red strip behind it, and then put strips of black fabric crossing over each other and super glued them. Yeah, I'm surprised it still holds together. You still wear it today? <laughs> Not that particular one, no. Because I am of a larger size, I do kind of alternate the stuff over the years because it just didn't bleach right or it's been worn so many times it just needs replaced and it is pre-mark sort of stuff so it is on the cheaper end so it's not cost me too much but your Velma one that's an easy one you've got this jumper and a skirt so you still have the wig I take it with all that I did get a new wig this year the other wig I had I didn't even realise it's almost gotten shorter somehow and it became like a bowl cut on my head Um, and it was just ratty and just looked horrible I've had three different types of jumpers for it and this is now my second form of skirt and I think this is the third set of socks I've got for it. So it's, it's had a lot of changes throughout the years, even the glasses. When I first did Velma, I wore the Cineworld 3D glasses with the lenses <laughs> popped out. But kids are smart. I would have little four-year-olds come up to me and be like, oh, you're wearing Cineworld glasses. And I would sharpie over the name and they would still, they would clock it on Halloween. I'm like, I guess I have to go for the glasses. But on the plus side, because I do wear glasses, I just went for ones that were Velma-looking ones to save money. I love how you say this <laughs> 3D glasses. That's a good trick tip for people who want to be Velma. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a long time you've been Velma, but I heard recently you were in a parade as Velma. What was the parade all about? Yeah, so I was up in Lanark for Lanamer's Day. Uh, we had Supergirl, we had a, cap- a female Captain America and we had the Ghostbusters of Glasgow and we were part of the Lanamers float that was to, I believe, raise money to fund the following year's, next year's Lanamers Day but there was loads of other floats. There was a Scooby-Doo float, which I missed 
there was a Wicked Float, so there was a giant sparkly ruby shoe for Dorothy and you had the Wicked Witch of the West. There was a Monopoly Float, there was Moana, um, I can't remember, but there was there was a, quite a few of them. Oh, there was Little Mermaid, there was some sort of Little Mermaid one behind us, but there was like kids dressed up as sharks and I was just like to think it was Sharknado 7. <laughs> oh my, sharks. And you didn't get to see Scooby-Doo folk and you're Velma, you should have been on there. It's the most unsolved mystery. <laughs> <laughs> now you cosplay in a cosplay group, Mystery Incorporated of Scotland. So someone's dressed up as Shaggy, Thelma, and Daphne, and Fred. Who are all these people? Why did you come together? How did you meet? As you may know, I do cosplay Thelma, the forgotten one. <laughs> um, many times I get, my, I get called Daphne. The smart one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have David who does Shaggy, David Green. I met him uh, 2013 at Kleptomania, which is now known as Glasgow Film and Comic Con. And we sort of t- stay in touch and have become friends since then. Fred and Daphne are, I know, as B and James. I met them 2015 at Glasgow Comic Con. I can't really remember how exactly I met James. I was so entranced by B. <laughs> and we have the, such the similar humour. I was dressed as Ursula that day and me and B just sort of, we just hit it off right away and we were just making jokes and everything and we just kind of just kept bumping into each other and it just kind of stayed from there. When you met her, was she Daphne or somebody else dressing up? No, she was dressed as, I believe she was Harley that day or she may have been doing Regina from Once Upon a Time. So how did you figure out, let's become the Mystery Incorporated gang? Capital Sci-Fi was coming up. The voice actor for Shaggy was going to be there. So David was looking to attend. He was going to do Shaggy, wanted to meet them. Um, at the last minute, B wanted to change costumes, wasn't sure what to do. And I was like, if you do Daphne and you convince James to do Fred, I will come to this convention that you've been asking me to go to for many months now and I'll do Velma. And it just kind of, yep, sure, agree and go do it. So it was a very sort of last minute. And then since then, we knew other groups who had used cosplay for sort of charity purposes or just events and be suggested well why don't we do that with our gang and just sort of went on from there so it's been just over a year we've been doing that together. You guys do have a mystery to do in your gang <laughs> you don't just cosplay together you raise funds mm. uh, so how do you fundraise and what charity are you doing this year? Well at the moment we've not had much fundraising opportunities just because for the last year our friend Daphne were planning their wedding which they have now completed. <laughs> It's too perfect for the cartoon. So for the last year, we were raising for Glasgow Women's Aid. And what I did was I took the donation tub to an event at Forbidden Planet called She Reads Comics. It's a night they do once a month to come to these nights and that meet other people. There's drink, there's cake, and there's discounts as well. It's sort of a great night to sort of meet other people in the community. That's cute. Um, So given that it was geared towards women, I thought it would be... I spoke to the people running it and asked if I could have this tub there every month so that people could put some change in there and that was kind of where most of our fundraising came from. But we did start off, guess how many Scooby snacks were in the jar? So right <laughs> to do that. Yeah, my local shops used to sell Banky Bites, which had the Scooby-Doo symbol on them, but we just basically put a load of packets of them in a jar and just had people guess them and we had it hosted at Megabytes. So Megabytes shared a post for us and... They kept track of everyone who was guessing. We had some really bizarre guess. I think it ends up being like 17 packets, but we had somebody guess like 38, and I was like, why? It's a small <laughs> pack. Yeah, like, we said to them, you're guessing the packets, not the individual cookies. They still want 38, and I was like, sure. You're not going to win it, but sure. 
You've raised funds for Glasgow Women's Aid and now you're raising funds for National Autistic Society. And you did that with Forbidden Planet's 30th anniversary. How was that? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we dedicate a year towards those charities. Last year, our Daphne picked the Women's Aid. This year, Fred picked. So it's kind of close to our hearts because both our Fred and our Shaggy are both autistic. So they can sort of relate to it and help sort of discuss the topic if anyone has any questions. But yeah, so our first event we were um, fundraising with was at the Forbidden Plant 30th anniversary. And yeah, it was a lot of fun, given that it was 80s themed and that we fit right in. I think Scooby-Doo has been around since, I want to say 1960... <laughs> a long nine, time. 1969, because next year is the 50th anniversary. Because um, I'm a nerd and I noted that down and put an <laughs> event on, on Facebook for myself. <laughs> yeah, we got to see people different ages now who recognised us even little kids and the staff were really accommodating they even let us keep our donation tub there over the weekend when we weren't there and they just sort of get a couple extra quid in that's nice we'll talk about more of what you're doing for the 50th anniversary of scooby-doo but first off uh you were at mcm scotland back in 2017 and there are photos on the screen of velma loving shagging that's not right but it's what fans think that should happen to them too what was it like to perform as Belma loving Shaggy? <laughs> well, well, firstly, I would just like to push up my nerd glasses and correct you. Um, <laughs> in Mystery Incorporated, the uh, cartoon series, it was canon. Velma and Shaggy did date and were a couple. What? Yeah, and that's why I, I got the idea. But Shaggy is so silly and Velma is still like, smart. It's just like, I can't see them together. Opposites attract. That's but, true. But the... But the big kicker of all, and spoilers for anyone going to watch the cartoon, is that Velma gets a bit annoyed by how much time Shaggy spends with Scooby, and she turns to him and says, you have to pick me or the dog, and he's just like, the dog, and just, there we go, end of relationship. <laughs> so it, it, she may be the smart one, but not when it comes to dating. Oh. So it was one of those, like, I was like, I need to watch it, because this is bizarre, but also, like, very, very intriguing. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I lip-synced this on Pulled from the Adams Family musical. Last minute, I didn't actually know until on the day that I'd gone into the Cosplay Masquerade. So I was literally trying desperately to download the, the audio, running back and forth in the bathroom, trying to play the song so I could then rehearse in front of these wide mirrors. And then the song would cut out because the Wi-Fi dropped and I'd be back and forth trying desperately just to get some sort of idea of what I was doing. And it's not until I then watched the playback that I realised I spent half of it on the on one side of the stage. And like the music started too late. Like I had I'd built in like a 30 second start, so I had time to walk on stage. There's a video of me online of me just going looking confused, like I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna start singing, lip syncing, hi, and just dancing along. Did you win or did you just enjoy the performance? <laughs> no, I didn't win. Um, the only time I've ever won a cosplay contest was 2015 as Ursula at the Big Glasgow Comic Page Disney Comic Mart, and I came Ooh. in third. Well done. You say well done, but I actually <laughs> missed it. <laughs> Because I went in, I did the contest, and I thought, right, I'd been eyeing these cupcakes up all day. There was like Harley Quinn, Riddler, and I didn't have change on me, so I was like, right, I will wait. I will enter the contest, I'll find out when this contest is, and then I'll jump out and get the money for the cupcakes. And I thought the deliberations would take a bit longer, so I was like, right, I've entered, run across the road. I then come back to some very confused people looking at me, saying, they're looking for you. And I'm like, no, there's the other Ursula who's doing the stall, they're probably looking for her, like... <laughs> No, 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 it's you. And I just look in. I walk in. And one of the judges was dressed as rogue. He just had the look of, 
really the one time you win you're not here and I'm like I'm sorry let me just sneakily grab my prizes and just walk away in shame <laughs> well the two wrestlers at Comic Con you're gonna get confused anyway oh this was a comic mark it was a very small one but I was just like it won't be me no it was the one time <laughs> uh, we're almost finished up but I remember back earlier on you were talking about B who is Daphne has got married to the person who has spread in your cosplay group that yeah. is so cute yes it is I've, um, ever since they got engaged I've just said to someone like do your wedding lovely and cute but please at some point do a cosplay version of the wedding like do like a Velma purple dress Fred have the finest ascot uh, you have we'll find a Scooby to be like a flower girl throwing Scooby snacks while Shaggy's behind eating Scooby snacks um, and I'll just stand there looking judgmental and anything because Velma seems to be heartless in a lot of adaptations that sounds like a good thing to watch alternatively but putting characters together that is just right on um we're almost finished up but I just want to ask you in your cosplay group what is the future for your cosplay group so this is our first year fully experiencing what it is going to be like as a team working together and seeing how it goes from there so who knows where it lead like Ooh. the Facebook page to keep updates on that I don't know what we'd do if, if we'd do if we'd host an event or if we'd just generally just meet up together and just watch Scooby Day or something <laughs> or like I have a couple ideas floating around but See how it goes. And will you ever find a Scooby-Doo for your cosplay group? Hopefully. We, we we keep finding people who are saying they want to do it, but like the mascot costumes are like £80. And you need that Scooby-Doo to actually hold Shaggy, hold David. Well, David's very, very light, if you've ever seen him. He's quite small and um, he's, he's vigorous, so he's easy to carry, so it's not too much of a challenge, but yeah, it's just mo- mostly the cost of the costume. If we all pitched in and got a costume, and then it's taking care of it, keeping the person hydrated. It's like a lot of work to go into it, um, I can imagine, just so, if, so the person isn't just like, you know, overheating and all sorts. In the summer. Yeah. <laughs> we did have somebody say that they were looking to do it, but then if they do buy the costume, it then falls into what if they don't want to do Scooby anymore. They've paid for the costume. They would just throw it away, you know, like that's another eighty pounds to get dropped in a costume. Fair enough, they've paid for it, but it's this whole trying to work out what's the best way forward of getting this costume that's can be passed on. Yeah. So we're not tied to just a single person. Well, who will we Scooby Doo for the mystery incorporate of Scotland Gang? Ooh, <laughs> mystery there for the future of them. Thank you so much, Taylor, for coming in. This has been Cosby Podcast, and thank you. Yeah, it's been fun and another mystery solved.